Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Welcome into Critical Thinking. It is Friday, August 5th, year of our Lord, 2022. A Would You Rather Friday. We're going to also dip into the fryer and, of course, play the bee or not the bee. Here today, I'm Andrew Coppins. He is Pat Oni. Thank you so much for taking the journey through critical thinking with us. Uh, now, on Fridays, we kind of go a little light um, and and not so deep divey like we do on Thursdays and, and all that stuff uh, throughout the rest of this week. So up front, we're going to play Would You Rather. Um, very, very simple. We each give each other a scenario, and we have to discuss which one we would rather do or which thing we would rather think, or whatever. Um, so we're going to have a little bit of fun with that. Uh, before we get into it, though, do not forget, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, and uh, you can watch us every single day there. Subscribe, make sure you rumble, give us a plus on that, and then, um, of course, you can listen wherever you have your podcasts. Um, and if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, let us know. We can easily add it. All right. That all out of the way. Pat, are you ready? A oh, oh, brand new Would You Rather Friday. Are you ready? Well, considering we haven't been able to play this in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. All right. So I've got a couple of them because I think this these these won't be long, super long discussions. So I've got a couple in mind. Hopefully you do as well. All right. So my very first one. Would you rather listen to... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez talk economics or get eaten alive by a bear? Dude, one of those makes me want to pull my eyes out. The other one, I I die. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the other one makes me want to do something. Not that I would do it. But the other one, I'm I'm pretty much screwed. So I, I guess I have to go AO, listening to AOC talk about economics. Why? Dude, bear going to kill me. Actually, now that I think about it, <clears throat> I might want the bear to kill me listening to her talk about economics. That's that's the conundrum, right? Would you rather listen to AOC talk economics or just get mauled by a bear and uh, and and get dead in like two point two seconds? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a really tough conundrum because listening to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez uh, speak on economics is 
kind of like um, Chinese it's water a, torture. It's a slow, painful death. Right. So would I take the slow, painful death or the instantaneous mauling of a bear? But hold on a minute, though. Just because you get mauled by a bear does not mean it is a uh, uh, not a slow, painful death. It could very well be a slow, painful death still. True, true, true. Now, I don't know about you, but I've seen a couple of stories over the past couple of weeks that um, kind of led me to this question because there have been um, reports of horrific maulings by bears. Um, one of them is insane so um there was a couple who had been biking from i think somewhere in northern california uh towards either idaho or montana i can't remember exactly where they stopped but they decided to they met up with another couple um along the way and they decided to camp and they camped outdoors Obviously, they didn't go glamping. And they thought they had shooed a bear away earlier that night. So the bear usually, if that happens, goes away, right? Nope, not so much. No. Bear came back and 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 they'd be dead. Awful story. There's another story though, in which um an individual decided to camp while somebody else was in a cottage i will say this play stupid games get stupid prizes um she was invited into the uh cottage because of the sighting of bears in that area uh-huh she chose not to do so <clears throat> she ended up 300 yards away Mauled. So play stupid games, win stupid prizes, people. Um, memo to yourselves. If you have the opportunity to do a cabin or camping in the woods and you know that there's a uh, wild bear sighting, take the freaking shelter. <laughs> also, Stop being morons and leaving food around you. Stop it. If you're going to go camping like that, stop being stupid. <sighs> That's my PSA. Um, Pat, do you want my second one right away or do you need, do you want to go? No, I, I, I can do I can do one. Okay. 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 This probably won't take very long either. Would you rather, if if we could live in an alternative universe, would you rather live in a more Star Trek-like universe or a more Star Wars-like universe? Ooh. Now, are we talking Star Wars universe of the first three movies or the last three movies? Hmm. See, I didn't break it down that far. Because if it is <coughs> the last three movies, I might go Star Trek. Um, I, but... <laughs> I, I was thinking general. Yeah, I would rather, generally yeah. speaking, though, um, I would much, much, much prefer Star Wars over Star Trek. You, I, even, though, even though you're at war half the time in Star Wars? Yes. I hate Star Trek. Cannot stand it. It is terrible, horrible, awful TV. Awful. It, it is just unwatchable for me. At, Captain Picard would be very disappointed in you. Don't care. <laughs> nanu, nanu. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, 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 that's Spock. That's, that's the original. I know. Yeah. I just. I cannot do Star Trek. I just no. Sorry what, to what the about, Trekkies out there. Just it is awful. Okay, what about the movies that were with like Chris Pine? I never watched Star Trek movies. I can't stand Star Trek 
the show, why would I watch the movies? Well, the movies actually were actually pretty good. Mm-mm. Nope. Not happening. No way. No how. Um, it's just that simple. But more importantly, I find the Star Wars universe to be much, much more fascinating. You got Ewoks, Wookiees. You got... You lead out with Ewoks? That's like one of the biggest mistakes of the Star Wars universe. Chip, chip. Um, But, you know, you got the Wookiees. You got the Ewoks. You got Stormtroopers. You got uh, the the power of the Jedi force and, you know, may the force be with you, all that wonderful goodness. You've got, you've got all things science fiction in there, but also, um, you, you have great cantinas, Pat, fantastic people watching or creature watching. And you get to go from planet to planet to planet, just like you kind of do in Star Trek. Um, but without, all the just horrible acting. I, I choose I choose the world of Star Wars over Star Trek any day of the week. Fair enough. What what about you? Do you even need to ask me this question? Star Wars. Oh, of course. Every everything in Star Wars is cooler. The technology is cooler. Uh the force is cooler. I mean you have lightsabers. Right. Uh, it just it's cooler period yeah, yoda. Like, like there is, well yeah i mean yeah yoda alone yoda alone makes it cooler but uh I, star trek i mean if you stop and think about like the whole premise of star trek and like their prime directive and and all this sort of stuff that they that they and they're like their lifestyles within the the show yeah Tell me it wasn't woke before woke really was a thing. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, the the making characters, uh, how shall we say this? Um, look or sound rather um, um, liking the same sex. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. hint at all of this sort of stuff. And it was ridiculous. Um, And that's not even looking through the prism of today's societal viewpoint on shows. That's right. I'm just watching the show. Go, go, oh, come. No, no, no. Well, see, I'm I'm referring to like the the original series with uh, um, Leonard Nimoy and Bill Shatner. uh, Well, yeah, Bill Shatner. And and then even with. Patrick Stewart and next generation mm-hmm. like like they those the, the what they were just a lot of what they're describing in those shows is is uh there's a wokeness to it that before we even really had wokeness that we know today mm-hmm. like it, it it describes a lot of that actually if you pay attention to it so but no Star Wars Star Wars is just cooler period oh 1000 percent yeah one thousand percent. All right. So I have another would you rather okay. in mind. Would you rather root for Michigan or vote for Joe Biden in 2024? You bastard. Oh, you son of a. You can all if you root for Michigan, you don't vote for Joe Biden, but then if you vote for Joe Biden, you don't root for Michigan, Pat. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. <laughs> so do you realize both of those things violate me to my core? <laughs> yes, I do. You son of a bitch. Um, <sighs> or, or is my wife because my, my, my wife has this like new favorite phrase. Punk ass bitch. You, you, oh, um, I don't want to know what happened at your house for her to, uh, I, I have to no, call you a punk ass bitch, Pat. Here's the thing I don't even know. She picked it up somewhere. And it's, it's, it's just like one of those random things. Um, it's, 
I, I, I can't I can't believe I'm actually gonna say this. I I can't I can't believe mm. I'd rather root for Canada. Mm. I, I I'd I'd rather and here here's here's why. This is this was the selling point for me. Jim Harbaugh's been really good on pro life issues. Yeah, I and, mean, and some respect. <laughs> he is, uh, he has stood up to the uh, the mob that is the University of Michigan. By the way, Pat, well, it, did you know this about the University of Michigan? It mm-hmm. was not founded as a public institution. It was founded as a Christian college. Oh, I didn't know that. that yeah. how far they have fallen. Um. Uh huh. Yeah, I. The thing is, is like like the University of Michigan's going to let him get away with it because he beat Ohio State last year, and they're going to owe him an ass ton of money if they don't. Had he not beaten Ohio State last year, he wouldn't be there right now. I don't think. Mm. That is probably true in and of itself, but uh, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, I I would definitely root for Michigan over to voting for Joe Biden because I uh, it's country first, it, man, and I cannot and I emphasize enough that I, and I'll put this out there right now. If Joe Biden is running in twenty twenty four, it isn't even a question of was he a good president or not. It is, or like did you like this policy or he's going to promise this versus the other person. It is simple as. We must do what is right for the country. And voting for Joe Biden yeah. ain't right for the country, man. It, it it is dangerous for this country to continue with that man in the presidency. At what? I, By the time he leaves office, if it were to be 2024, so it'll be 2025. Yeah, this would be he'll be almost 90 years old, people. N- no. No, no, no. Wait, he's that old? In 2025, he's going to be pushing 90? Well, I mean, so he'll be closer to 90 than he will to be 80, right? Because he's, what, 79 right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, let's let's uh, find out for sure here. This thing called the Google machine works pretty well. Yeah, so he's 79, uh, so he will be... 80 next year, 81. No, he's going to be 80 this year. So he'll be 80 this year. So, right. So 81 in 2023. So he'll be 82 years old in 2024. So he'll be 83 in his first year of his second term. So that means he'll have to go through until he's 87 years old, folks. No. That's not okay. That is not good for this country. It is just that simple. I honestly believe that voting for anybody who's over the age of 70 is, is a stupid. Uh, yeah, he um, I don't think he he lives through a second term. And it's not even that. What I mean by um, not voting for Joe Biden is about what doing what's right for the country. It's also doing what's right for him. The, the, I would put it that way. More than like doing what's right for the country. Joe Biden should be nowhere near the presidency because of his mental issues, because he likely has early onset or some form of Parkinson's disease or something neurological like something, that. Yeah, something's going on there. Something clearly is not healthy and right with him. And we need the grifters to get away. We need the people who are pulling the strings of the marionette that is Joe Biden to have those strings cut. Um, and he needs to be able to live the rest of his life with some dignity. And what they're doing to him is wrong. On that level alone, I would argue getting him out of office is important. So, yeah, I would choose rooting for Michigan. All right, I, I, I got one for you. Uh-huh. Would you rather 
be drafted and play your entire NFL career for the Minnesota Vikings or the Chicago Bears? Oh, a thousand percent the Chicago Bears. Thousand percent. Why? Aren't they aren't they more your arch nemesis than than uh mm. the Vikings? See, what people miss about that rivalry is that yes, we hate the Bears. We don't like the Bears, but we hate the Vikings. Hate, hate, hate the Vikings. Um Let's just put it this way: when when your fans are so drunken and unruly that you um, kill a cop for breaking up a fight, you can go to hell. I have never had a good experience sitting around a Vikings fan at any point in time. Um, the organization is basically let's take the Packers' leftovers and attempt to win. Um. I hate their stadium. Yep. Um, but more importantly, while there's this rivalry between the two, right? Between the Bears and the Packers, I I always put it this way to friends that maybe don't understand the rivalries. It is as simple as this: Packer fans and Bears fans will trade barbs, buy each other a beer in the stands. Packer fans and Vikings fans. There ain't no beer buying between the two of them. And then I will also put it this way. The Green Bay Packers don't exist without the Chicago Bears. As much of a rival that they are, the reality is that the Bears and and, um, and um, Hallis had a big hand in keeping us alive in the 1930s. Hmm. Uh, they did a lot to make sure that the, the Green Bay Packers stayed afloat. Um. So I think there's also a healthy respect between those two rivals. There ain't no respect between uh, the Vikings and Packers. Just none. I don't respect anything about that organization. Nothing. Fair enough. I think I wonder if the better question would have been to ask, if you can't play for the Wisconsin Badgers, would you rather play for Iowa or would you rather play for the Golden Gophers? Oh. Oh. I think that would have been the better question. So are we talking about just in general or we have to play under the current head coach? In, in general. Okay. Because if we, if it was a choice between Kirk Ferentz and um, PJ Fleck, I'm taking Kirk Ferentz every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I would do that too. I, I don't, I wouldn't blame you there. Oh, as much as this would pain me, I would have to choose the Gophers. I, I just no, I can't do it with Iowa. I I grew up in Wisconsin, rooting for the Wisconsin Badgers. I went to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. My my hatred level is t- tuned up to ten when it comes to um when it comes to the. Uh, Hawkeyes. So, but if you had to pick today, you would actually pick Iowa over over Minnesota because of the coach. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. So, let's just put it this way: what you see of PJ Fleck and what you hear of PJ Fleck is only part of the story. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, sure. <laughs> you know. There are a lot of things that have happened behind the scenes that likely don't ever get out. Um, And I just, I find him to be an absolute snake oil salesman. Absolute snake oil salesman. Um, I don't find him to be genuine in any way, shape, or form. Let's just put it that way. Whereas Kirk Ferentz actually has a, he's a pretty good coach and, you know, he's pretty much salt of the earth type type guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say Kirk Ferentz over almost anybody, um, with the exception of Paul Christ, um, just knowing him personally as well. Uh, Paul Christ is an amazing human being. Um, outside of like liking the Badgers or not, when you get to know these people 
on an individual level, having covered them, having done all the things that I've done. Um, he's just a really good man. Um, same with Kirk Ferentz. Um, I would say the same thing with James Franklin. I, I think James yeah, Franklin is actually a really good man. He is a uh-huh. hard-nosed coach, and he can be abrasive. That doesn't mean that he's not good. Um, Ryan yeah. Day seems to be a pretty good guy, too. I, I know I'm biased. I don't know, he, I don't know anything about Ryan Day personally mm-hmm. or whatever because um, I kind of stopped covering um, the broader Big Ten um, mm-hmm. before he left. Mm-hmm. Now, Urban Meyer has always, for me, been in the in the PJ Fleck uh snake oil salesman type uh category. Um I mean I like him, him having been to multiple Big Ten championship games and mm-hmm. and uh having chances to sit one on one or thirty on one in uh right. Big Ten media days. Um you just you get a vibe, right, from all of these people. And uh mm-hmm. not not a fun vibe. Let's just let's just put it that way. Like um yeah. You know, I would also put Tom Allen in that other category. Okay. I was uh, about to mention in a in a good category. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd put um, Mel Tucker in that category as well. Fitzpatrick. Um, you mean Fitzgerald? Oh yeah, Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all one hundred percent. He is yeah. who he is, and he means it. Um. Bielema's in the snake oil salesman category for me. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Jim Harbaugh is just odd. He's period. odd. Very odd. But, 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 but he's but a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could tell you a really funny story, too. Um, so I was at the very first of the big 10 media days that moved from their original Chicago downtown hotel to the Mm -hmm. McCormick center, uh, which is a massive, um, it's where they house the Chicago auto show. And so it's a massive like entertainment hall and, you know, convention center, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we're there, it's connected to a hotel. We're there. We're just kind of hanging out. And, uh, a buddy of mine, um, from Michigan, who was covering the Spartans at the time. Um, he had a hotel room there. So before we went to dinner and we were going to hang out and all this other stuff, he's like, yeah, why don't you come up to the room? And that way you don't have to, you know, mill around outside or whatever. So we go to get into the uh, elevator and <laughs> there he is. There's uh, Mark D'Antonio. <laughs> the head coach of right. the uh, Spartans, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this guy covers the Spartans, and they start striking up a conversation, and he's like, oh, you you know, you're with so-and-so? I was like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we start chit-chatting back and forth a little bit, and he's like, oh, you're friends with this guy. And uh, he's like, I don't know if I would do that, kind of joking around or whatever. I ended up getting invited to their team um, media meal that night. Like, How about that? Yeah, and chopping it up with these guys um, and getting to know um, off the record, you know, who these people are. It was a fantastic experience because he definitely comes across as a gruff kind of in that uh, aloof Urban Meyer way when he's talking to the media, right? He just doesn't he doesn't suffer stupid. Well, let's just put it that way. Sure. And if you've ever listened to a press conference, you would know stupid exists in, in the media because oh, yeah. it's like half the time I have sat through a media day as session and just gone. You have got to be shitting me. You had just asked that question. I, I literally lost years of my life listening to stupid questions from stupid reporters. And then, uh, but yeah, so um, in it's interesting to to be in that position to smell that stuff out, right? Because you right. really do get to see how they interact with people on a human level when the camera's not on. And um versus what they are when the camera is on. And uh it's very interesting to see who gets uh, to sell it 
and who actually lives it, right? Um, so I, yeah, it's a, it was an interesting position to be in, right? To to really kind of get to know these guys uh, like that. So um, that's why I would choose Iowa current edition versus Minnesota current edition. But generally speaking, I'd rather pick Minnesota because the culture of Minnesota is closer to the culture of Wisconsin. Um, the food, the traditions, and and all that sort of stuff. They're more closely related. Um, but I would pick living in Iowa over living in Minnesota. I'll tell you that much. Um, well, you've actually lived in Iowa. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it is a fantastic place to live, by the way. It is absolutely fantastic. I've um, only been there once many, many years ago, but yeah. Yeah, there's so many cool things about Iowa mm. um, that people don't realize. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I think that was an interesting would you rather. On that note, though, Pat, are you ready to give me a headline? Because it is the final B or not the B of the week. Oh, I'm ready. All right. On that note, hit me with a headline, please. At least once. Biden declares monkeypox a national health emergency, despite the fact there's one weird trick to easily avoid it. Biden declares monkeypox a <laughs> national health emergency, despite the fact that there's one weird trick to easily avoid it. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. While you're thinking about the Andrew Coppins, folks, it's Friday. It's the weekend. You know what that means? You might need a pick-me-up to oh. get you into the weekend. Mm. So all you got to do is go to American Pride Roasters and find your favorite flavor of coffee today. For Andrew, one of his favorites is the Pearl Hamilton. It's a blueberry flavor. Uh, it makes your, your, your house smell like a uh, donut shop, if you will. Um, also, they have coffee drops and things like that. So if you're, if you're into that kind of thing as well, definitely check those out. But they've got all sorts of great flavors over there. I would recommend, if you haven't had them before, buy a few different flavors and see what you like the most. But go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Support a small local business today. Go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Biden declares monkeypox a national health emergency despite the fact that there's one weird trick to easily avoid it. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer, please. Oh, so <clears throat> this is a tough one because I could see this being written both ways, but I do know that this is true. So I'm going to go with the B or uh, I'm going to go with the uh, not the B.com. I'm going to go not the B are, on this one. Are you sure? 100% sure. Because didn't he declare a national emergency when it came he to. He did, but. Yeah, but, but you know what the Babylon B likes to do, right? But I also know that not the B would also do this because there I mean, is one. Oh, I see what you're thinking there. Yeah, I'm gonna go with not the B though uh, because okay. it is true. Okay, well, you would be correct, sir. I'm glad you stayed with your instincts. This is not the B. I can see it now. Biden being trotted out several weeks into the crisis, near invisible strings dragging his semi-conscious body to a podium. The man turns to the cameras, his feeble eyes struggling to read 300-point font on the teleprompter two feet away. Folks, we need to get to the bottom of what is causing this new crisis, he says, trying to procure a, a, tear, a, a tear from tear ducts and stopped and stopped working sometimes in Michael Jackson's prime. As he mumbles, there is a bravado in, in spades. We we he says will overcome this dire crisis in America after a brief explanation of why he'll need more money and power to get the job done. He'll he looked at his his note card and that says, "You exit the room." then reiterate how amazing he is before settling out his 20-foot quest to the nearest door. And what is this dire emergency that requires more emergency declarations? The emergency powers to reserve for the most emergent of emergencies, monkeypox. The Biden administration on Thursday declared monkeypox a public health emergency, which causes a 
which caused Kate, which case it, uh, I can't read with cases on the rise across the U.S. The announcement came during a briefing with the Department of Health and Human Services. The administration has been criticized at times for handling the outbreak and have called the government to declare a national emergency without delay. Yes, this is a very serious emergency. After all, the clown squad at CNN that wrote the article wants us to know that anyone can get the dreaded virus. Monkeypox can infect anyone. Mm-hmm. I sense a butt coming. <laughs> but. <laughs> Double entendre. <laughs> but. <laughs> the majority of the cases of the U.S. outbreak have been among men who have had sex with men, including gay and bisexual men and people who identify as transgender. Oh, goodness. You mean this virus is tracking exclusively with an unnatural sexual activity that that individuals who decide to partake fully in wanton hedonism and mm-hmm. practicing that actively promiscuously mm-hmm. pray tell cnn how does monkey pox spread close contact with infected individual is required for the spread of the monkey pox virus experts say can you be more specific no yeah so it's funny you bring this up because uh here's here's my response to the you're a bigot um mm-hmm. if if you dare suggest that they stop an activity those same individuals who now want their <clears throat> freedom, right? Mm-hmm, were mm-hmm. willing to take away my freedom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wanted and did try to take my freedom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my liberty, mm-hmm. for daring to suggest that um, the vaccine didn't work. Now, I have a question for you, Pat. Does yeah. the monkeypox vaccination work? I have I have no idea, but I'm I'm, I'm thinking on the lines of new. No. It halfway works because it's really just a modified smallpox vaccination. Fair now, not saying that I'm not over here saying get the monkeypox vaccination or you're a bad human being, right? But these are the a holes. That for the last two years told me I was an awful human being for wanting to follow actual science, right? And and mm-hmm. not do something to my own body. But also the people who shut everything down for the past two years, right? These are the this is the exact crowd, the ultra liberal left wing. LGBTQ mafia, if you will. These are the same people for the last two years. Lock everything down. Do this, do that, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. To the rest of society, right? The rest of society must sacrifice so that we can get back to normal. Uh, Hint, there is no normal anymore. No. These are the same people that told us to sacrifice, right? Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. But when there is something that is exclusively to their own community that can sacrifice for a small modicum of time in which we could contain and kill off the spread of this virus, they're unwilling to do it. But the rest of the society must sacrifice at the altar of them over the last two years. Go to hell and, and and um we were talking about this actually at a dinner with some friends last night and somebody brought this up what would we do what do we do with people who have <clears throat> infectious diseases like ebola um, we know that if it, it in a and this was brought up because while ebola is an extreme version right because likely if right. you get it you die <clears throat> unless you catch it really fast right right what do we do? We isolate it so that the virus dies with the individuals who have it. Even in even in Africa, quarantine, 
No travel, no nothing to oh, do what? To avoid the people who have it from spreading it further because the virus does what? It dies with the host. It has almost every virus does. Why does a virus jump from person to person? Because the virus, in order to stay alive, needs a new host. That's right. why. And these people, we know that it can spread amongst anybody. That's true. It can. But it must, must come from intimate, close contact. And that usually only happens between sexual partners or between intimate family members, right? Who might uh, kiss on the cheek or, you know, hugging all the time or whatever have you, right? right? Or close personal friends. Once it jumped into a massive group of people in Europe, and it happened to be that crowd, it would be the same thing that I would say about this. If you are somebody who likes to attend any sort of swingers club or whatever, right? Now would be a good time to stop for a little while. Just stop. Just stop. Because what happens to a virus when it can't jump a host? It dies. But, but Andrew, <clears throat> this is a national emergency, and it's one that is sure to grip all of our lives. No, no, Just no. stay inside, shut Do grandma you know up people have died? home, lock the kids out of school, and carton off the garden section of Walmart because this virus is coming. Do you know how many people have this in, in the state of Illinois, by the way, Pat? Um, maybe one. 53. And it's somehow yeah. an emergency? 53 bleeping people? And, and then how many how many have died? None. Yeah. Now I think three might have died nationally, but not yeah, from like this. That. I think it's because of complications that that they so again comorbidities, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. That, that right. dastardly word. Mm-hmm. Oh, this drives me batshit crazy. These are the same a holes for the past two years who told us sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. How dare you not sacrifice? Now, on the flip side, what about, well, you didn't sacrifice. Oh, no, 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 no. I definitely was forced to sacrifice, right? Yes. All of us were, especially if you lived in a place like Chicago. You spent the vast majority of 2021 attempting to tell me I can't go anywhere, do anything, be around people if I didn't have a vaccination card, right? Couldn't go to a restaurant, couldn't go to an event, couldn't go to a concert, couldn't go there, couldn't do this, couldn't do that. You were trying to shame me into doing something that was not going to make a difference. This is the difference in that. We are asking you to stop doing something. Stop having an act that causes a spread of this disease on a massive scale within your own community. For the protection of the rest of us, this isn't like the AIDS epidemic where we knew nothing about the actual virus. And I've seen that talk. This is about us being able to understand how this thing is spread, where it spreads, who it's infecting. And oh, you're just a bigot for suggesting that we we don't have our personal. It's not about personal freedom. Just because you should doesn't mean you should doesn't mean just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? The Doc Thompson right. rule. If you knew that this act would also, I don't know, let's say this person had Ebola and you had intimate encounters with that person. Now, Ebola is not quite spread the same way, let's be honest, but I'm putting it out there because it's a rather infectious and deadly disease. It's really dangerous. It's really painful. It's really ugly to go through, right? You're unwilling to personally sacrifice for something that we know how to kill off. You're unwilling to do that. 
we have no way of killing off COVID. We never have. We never will. I don't, I don't know if these two things we're, we're compa- comparing apples and bananas, right? Right. We're, we're not talking about the same thing. We have a disease here that we have the ability to control. And you are unwilling to temporarily sacrifice pleasure for helping stave off what could be a dangerous issue for people if they get it. And we, we don't have enough of the, of the vaccine being produced right now. So in lieu of the vaccine, what is the thing that you should be doing, right? What thing could you do to make sure that you don't get it? Even if you're saying, well, I would like to enjoy that. Okay, how about you take responsibility for yourself? I'm not even talking about the greater community. You are unwilling to sacrifice temporary pleasure for long-term gain for your own body and your own health. That, my friends, makes you an asshole. You you are also pointing something out here that you are not also asking them that, that to to stay home. You're not saying that no. they can't go out and and can't go and do things and can't. Pro- provide for their families and can't you're, you're you're not even saying wear a mask or go and get vaccinated you're not you're not asking them to do those things you are simply asking them to do one thing and one thing only keep it in your pants for a little while right oh, 15 days to uh Flat slow the, the growth if you will mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- this isn't I mean, you're we're not even saying like don't be like no one is sitting here saying you can't be gay anymore. No one, no one is sitting here saying that. Everyone's just kind of saying or saying, just just keep it in your pants for a couple of weeks. So for that, instance, that's all if we're there saying. was a new here's here's the thing. If if there was a new um sexually transmitted disease that um or a new disease or something that hasn't spread between humans before, and the mm-hmm. only way that this thing spreads is through sexual action, right? Or close contact, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's very simple. Let's make sure this thing dies out by, I don't know, not engaging in that type of behavior for just a little bit of time. And let's see what happens. You know, that's part of the 15 days to flatten the curve that I didn't necessarily have a problem with because we knew next to nothing about how right, COVID-19 was actually spread. In fact, we were told that it, was, it wasn't an aerosol, Right. Right, we, that's what we were initially, it was a droplet thing. It was a droplet thing. No, it's an actually, air, so what, what, everything that we were doing originally was bad. It was actually bad for us. Right, and if, if monkeypox were spread in a, in a similar fashion and there was nothing we could do about it, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Right, we know exactly how to disengage this virus. And if you are unwilling to make that sacrifice, then... Screw you, and you know the consequences, right? You know mm-hmm. the consequences, and I don't want to hear about it. You don't get in line for the vaccination. Nope. You've made a personal decision, and that personal decision, especially as we've talked about before, if you know you have it and you willingly engage in that action, you're an yeah. asshole. Yeah, you are. You're a big, yeah, yeah, yeah big asshole. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, simply- with that out of the way, Pat. Um, how about uh, we uh, throw one or two stories into the fryer? How's that sound? Sounds good. Do you want also current new richer of the week? Sure. Why don't we do that first? Yeah. All right. Uh, who are the nominees by chance? Richard of the Week nominees are going to be Whoopi Goldberg for suggesting the God supports killing unborn babies. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, we also have Fauci or Lord. No, it's it's Savior. the science trademark. 
It's all our Lord, science. Savior, we, President, Dr. Anthony. Is that what we're going with? The science trademark? No, 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 no. It's the science trademark. Lord, President, Savior. Gotcha. Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Gotcha. So we just added that on. He's not just the science. He is also omnipresent. Okay. And omnipotent. And impotent. Um, But hey. We're also going to go with uh, Alex Jones. (laughs) I don't know that we've ever nominated him before. Now that I think about it. Because I don't tend to care. But mm -hmm. um, the suggestion that um well first of all he lost a lawsuit against the uh from the sandy hook um parents right 4.1 million dollars worth of a of a loss by the way in civil court and then he decides well we're going to appeal this Mm -hmm. and um he made a grave mistake on air of course he did yeah grave mistake but uh, we need to appeal Mm mm-hmm no, suggesting that this was a false flag hoax operation, uh, that six-year-old individuals were being used by the FBI and CIA to do some whatever. No, dude, you're an ass. Mm. Anywho. And then our final nominee has to be Vladimir Putin for his war crimes in Ukraine. <sighs> anyway. Who do you think our winner should be this week? <laughs> Can you give me the four again? Uh, Putin, Whoopi, Fauci, Alex Jones. I got to go with Whoopi Goldberg on this one. Uh, we're in agreement. Yeah, I got to go with we're that. The, 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 the suggestion, and it's not just the suggestion that God would be in favor of this. It mm. is her utter misunderstanding of Christianity on any level in, in this uh, segment. And I just refuse to play it. Um, it Again, we've talked about the church of me, right, Pat? And, and right. how the, the spirit of the age, the Iwana society is alive and well in the church, right? Mm-hmm. I can't think of a more prime example than what Whoopi Goldberg put down the other day when Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on the program. Um, I really can't because she literally talked about not just a personal relationship with God, but that God would want you to make personal choices on every matter and he would be okay with your choices because prayer. No, that is not how that works. That's not how any of this works. Not at all. Now, prayer about difficult choices in your life is one thing, right? Right. Um, praying about um, do you want to date somebody anymore or you know this or that, right? Those types of personal decisions in life, that is different than do I take another life? No. So if you prayed about murdering somebody and somehow that prayer came up, murder that individual, it's totally cool. No. Mm-mm. And I'm not talking about this from a abortion is murder. I'm talking about there are things that are right and wrong. There's truth. And then there's wrong. And you don't get to my truth in the church. It doesn't work that way. There is just one truth. Oh, yeah. Just go look it up for yourself uh, if you haven't seen it already. But uh, the insinuation is that God would be cool with abortion because God is cool with you making personal decisions um, on everything. And as long as you prayed about it and you came to that conclusion, you're okay. No. If if that choice violates the commandments, I I promise you. Promise you. Promise you that ain't going to happen. Now, with that having been said, um, it is time for us to do the fryer. All right, Pat, do you have a couple of headlines that we can throw into the fryer? Oh, I sure do. I sure do. Speaking of of God and um, 
religion, if uh-huh. you will. Scientists just created the first synthetic embryo without sperm or egg, in case you are wondering if Jesus needs to return soon. Say what? Um, yeah, they, they, they created a, a synthetic embryo, which um, they, they didn't need an, an egg or sperm to do it. Um, apparently, uh, we're in a quest to become gods. Um, they, they created a synthetic and it was specifically a mouse embryo, by the way, that they created, mm-hmm. which, uh, kind of opens the door to, uh, grow organisms without, uh, mommies and daddies. This is, um, this is actually something I, I kind of hinted at the other day, Pat, when mm-hmm. I was talking to you about, uh, the documentary I'd watched on discovery plus, um, by the way, that documentary is called almost human. I highly suggest you watch it. Um, because it talks about this very thing. And and maybe we can deep dive on this another day, but uh, let's just say this. Scientists today actually seem to believe that it's not just uh, the matter of, um, like, not perfecting humanity, but they're actually willing to use other parts of God's creation, okay? They're willing to use them as host for organs and parts of a human being so that when your part begins to break down, you can just replace it. And and then we're going to elongate hum, human life. I have a very large problem with that being anywhere near ethical. These are also correct. God's creation. The suggestion that, um, pigs or rats or mice or anybody any sort of animal is here for our own pleasure our own life is batshit crazy the suggestion that well it is okay because they don't have the the frontal cortex that we do are you crapping me with that the idea that uh, we well who cares if we use a pig? So you're going to get a pig, Pat, and I'll get a pig, and, and we'll be able to grow our own livers and our own hearts and our own thing inside of a living being that is God's other creations. Mm-hmm. What? By the way, I include the this The hell story. is that? I include this story because you mentioned Almost Human yesterday. Please, people, I highly suggest that you watch it. Because it is some of the most bat nuts crazy um, <clears throat> bioethicists of today. And then we also learn the history of us as human beings attempting to create literally man bear pig almost, but in chimp human form. Like the, the, the joke that is man bear pig on South Park has actually been something we've been trying to do for a very long time. Mm-hmm. For a very long time. I mean, like over a hundred years long. Um, and it, and it brings up something that um, uh, we're going to be working on after reviving liberty. Um, so I, just stay tuned. We're going to have a, a very interesting, um, not deep dive Thursday, but it's kind of a offshoot of that. But uh, just be prepared is all I'm going to say. Just be prepared um, because there's some ex- exposing that needs to happen. And some understanding that needs to happen. But this is just, oh. Well, we'll, we'll just use mice and pigs and grow human uh, organs to replace the organs when they go bad. It's totally cool. Don't worry about it. They're just animals. Mm-hmm. From the same people who, by the way, save save the whale, right? Right. Speaking of those kinds of people and speaking of organs... Federal judge rules Medicaid must cover trans surgeries for men and women who want healthy organs removed from their bodies. Yeah, that's right. Taxpayers, you get to pay for that. And on that note, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And uh, make sure if you want to prevent the monkeypox from from infecting you, just simply try no acetal. Yes, try no, ta- no acetone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And on that note, uh, please be smart, be safe, be kind, have yourselves a great weekend. And as always, Matthew 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.